Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. Good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. That's Vince Tagliavia. This is the Red Pill Project at Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays. And yes, I did make a mistake on social media. I posted that it was uh, at 8.30 today. Sorry, I apologize about that. But here we go. We are rocking it and rolling and moving directly into Red October. If you're new here to the Red Pill Project, the Daily Dose, and everything that we do, we uncover the unfolding global conspiracy. We rip apart the veil and show you the globalist plan for taking over the United States of America, taking it down, ushering it into the ground, and a multiple-part plan that I call the Firestorm which I've been talking about, me, Vince, been talking about, and my other co-host, Jason, uh, since October of 2020. And we've been saying that this was going to come, and these times were going to come, and you know what? They're here, and they're happening. And we're moving into what I believe to be the actual, the actual Red October. What, do you, what are your thoughts on Red October, Vince? I think it makes sense this year more than ever. And yeah. uh, I'm not looking forward to it, if it is. 
I, I, well, I 100% agree. And, you know, let's maybe cover some base on Red October and uh, what it means. So there's a way to look at the stock market. And I'm curious if people were able to check out that today. Hmm. And that's unusual whales there on Twitter saying, call your mom immediately. And there we go. Oops, I did it again. Again? I messed with your heart. I stole all your Gosh, money. Gosh, I, I feel like I saw that a while ago, too. Like, he posted <laughs> all the time because it's a lot well, of red. Yeah. It's just not good. It's like every day, call your well, mother because the SHTF. Because things are getting bad. Because yeah. things are getting bad. And, and see, that's the thing here is that if you're unfamiliar with the Red October term is representing this goes back to the cue boards. And if you, or you're like anti Q or whatever, whatever, that's fine. I could explain it all to you, but uh, that would take a very, very long time. And I don't have much time today. Um, although, you know, there has been a lot of attention drawn away from it these days mm -hmm. because the future proves the past quite literally. And so, this is post two two nine eight. This is the one that I think is specific. Um, well, September 29th, There's a few of them. September twenty ninth, and then there's September thirtieth. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just read this one. Um, if they kn they know if they lose, it's over. It's time to fight. It is now. And this is pertaining to the twenty eighteen midterms, right? Um, be loud, have a, ver a voice. Are you registered? Vote them all out. Prepare Red October. United we stand. This is 2018. That's one. The one I like, I think the one that is really pertinent to hear is 2301 from 30 September 2018. And I have a feeling that on September 30th, we will see a post from Donald Trump at 2301. Mm. And that is Red October. Stay tuned and watch Q+, which is representative of Donald Trump. Now, Red October itself. This is representing the uh, two thousand or the sorry the nineteen seventeen the seventh November nineteen seventeen um, October Revolution, the Great October Socialist Revolution um, in Russia, led by the Bolshevik Party of Vladimir Lenin. That was the key moment in a larger revo revo Russian revolution. It was the second revolutionary change of government in Russia in nineteen seventeen. It took place through the armed insurrection of Petrograd. Uh, on 7 November 1917, when they killed the Romanov family um, a few days later. And this was the Bolsheviks. And they ruled over, um, they ruled over Russia for a very, very long time until the collapse of the Soviet Union. Um, now, there's also another one, that's the Tom Clancy reference, and that's the Hunt for Red October. And this is where we get the, the cool designs of the hunters become the hunted. And we see like these images right here, which were first posted on the cue boards. The hunt is on. The hunters become the hunted. Now, Donald Trump came out and, and had some things to say about this. About? Because I don't know if people knew today is that the, the New York judge came out and made a decision pertaining to Donald Trump's case on his business. Yeah. Now, this is pretty interesting news because people are out there talking about how this has never happened before in history. Now I I'm like, I haven't read over everything. I don't, I haven't looked into the case or anything like that. 
um, because it's not a civil thing. It's not a, 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 a crime that Donald Trump's going to get federal charges or anything like that from. But Vince, if you have a business, are you going to inflate the value of your assets? I'm going to do everything I can to make sure it's a good number. I mean, you know what I mean? That's right. Not necessarily I mean, inflate, you inflate it, the value of your assets. You're going to do everything you can to make it the highest number you can, you know, within limits. Right, right. Well, you deflate the value of your assets or you inflate the value of your assets, you get to pull away more depreciation. More depreciation gives you a larger tax credit, which means that you pay less taxes. That's kind of what they're trying to say, tax fraud. Um, the problem is, is they would have to actually go out there and find the valuation of his assets and determine that, which typically if you're doing a valuation on a billion dollar piece of property, multi-million dollar piece of property, it's not your people going in and doing that. It's usually someone else bringing in that valuation. But either way, they're going to go after Donald Trump. And what I'm talking about here is Jug and Gorin has found Donald Trump committed fraud and has ordered the cancellation of all of his New York business certificates and the dissolution of the Trump organization. And where the judge now presides over the Trump organization until further court order as an independent monitor. This is this is this huge. Is like this has never happened before. Yeah. So this is like tyranny, no? I mean, how is this happening? Oh, no, this is fat. Yeah, this is 100 percent tyranny. So Donald Trump came out and said statement of truth uh, on truth, 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump. Um, he says, I have been unfairly sued by the Trump-hating Democrat Attorney General of New York State, Letitia James, over the false fact that I inflated my financial statements in order to borrow money from banks, etc. The judge in the case, Arthur and Goran, refused to allow this case to go to the commercial division where it belongs. It does, because he is a Trump hater beyond even A.G. James, who campaigned against me spewing horrible, horrible inflammatory statements, which are false and defamatory. I'm not even allowed a jury. The facts of this case are simple. I am worth much more than the numbers shown in my financial statements. I didn't even include my most valuable asset, my brand. The banks were paid back in full, sometimes early. There were no defaults. The banks made money that were represented by the best law firms, were very happy there were no victims. On the front page of the financial statement, there's a strong disclaimer clause telling all not to rely on these financial statements. The disclaimer clause tells anyone reviewing the data, including financial institutions, to do their own research and analysis that it is non-reliance clause and could not be more clear. Additionally, to my being worth far more than is shown in the fully disclaimed financial statements, again, not putting down a value for my big assets, my brand, the company has hundreds of millions of dollars in cash and very little debt. It is a great company that has been slandered and maligned by this politically motivated witch hunt. It is very unfair, and I call for help from the highest courts in New York State or for the federal system to intercede. This is not America. So interesting enough, this is a victimless crime. Nobody complained. They're saying that he defrauded banks and financial institutions. There's, no, there's nobody out there complaining. And so I retweeted his comment on Truth Social, and I said, when do you fight back? When do you say, gloves are off, game on? Now go back to the Q post, 2301. Think about it. What does what 2301 say again? We have stay tuned and watch Q+, Red October. 30th October 2018, we're on three-month, or three-year, sorry, three-year kind of cycles of 
these posts. So I think potentially that we could see something where Donald Trump pulls the gloves off. Now, I thought it was going to be last month. Didn't see it happen. He pulled back the evidence from Georgia. Remember, he said, I'm going to make a press conference. I got the evidence. He was going to play his hand. And then they said, oh, they laid off him. And he didn't play it. Something's coming. And I think they know this as well as that everybody else knows this. But what what are your thoughts, Vince? What, what do you think is really happening here? I think they're doing everything they can to dismantle the Trump family. Um, I don't think... I don't know if they'll get away with this particularly, but it could be just a thing of to make him not as popular to get the fake news going. People talking, Oh, he's a criminal again. You know, like they always Mm do Um, try to get. So it's to control the narrative. Yeah. Do you think that the, uh, the high courts are going to intercede in this? I would hope. I think they will. I I absolutely, because firstly, this should have went to a commercial court. It didn't. Um, There's no victim. Nobody came and complained. This was literally uh, Letitia uh, Letitia James's office going out there and just subpoenaing his financial records and going through them. That is the definition of a witch hunt. I think that the New York Supreme Court or the actual Supreme Court will take this. And I think that he is going to um, push this to the Supreme Court, which could play out into many other Q posts. So this will be interesting to see. Um, I'm just waiting for him to take his gloves off because it just feels like he's dancing around, right? He's like not he, – he hasn't played his hand. He's just holding on to it, and we're just waiting for him to play it, and we want him to play that. Um, Matt Getz, McCarthy, sending lawmakers home like French work week. Listen. No, that you, you did vote against uh, the defense appropriations bill this week that or no, I didn't. The, the rule no, you're the, wrong. Ru- no, the rule to admit Abby Abby this is going to be a very embarrassing moment when the internet uh, corrects you on this I voted for the defense rule both times uh, well I, I stand corrected congressman appreciate you joining us tonight thank you so much <laughs> get rid of him now he, he just destroyed my narrative uh, you know I like Matt Getz and there's parts of Matt Getz that I don't like the part I like about Matt Gatz is he's young, he's youthful, he's vibrant, um, he's smart, and he's not going to put up bullshit, and he's an actual conservative. Good. The parts that I don't like about him is that they have to play party politics. They have to play the game. And you no, know, there's only one man who was ever in Congress that I know of that didn't play the game, and he was the outlier. And he amassed millions upon millions of followers. And that was... Dr. Ron Paul. And that man is a absolute legend. Voted no every single bill. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, Robert Kiyosaki, bye-bye Bitcoin and US dollar. Citibank announced today it is offering bank blockchain technology to its institutional savings and to Citibank tokens, which can be used for instantaneous 24-7 cross-border transactions. Now, mm-hmm. I don't remember which show it was the other day that I was talking about this on, but I was talking about the Bank of International Settlement. I was talking about the unified ledger technology, and I was saying how the Federal Reserve doesn't need CBDCs. And the reason that is, is because they're going to move away from the CBDC route because of all the pushback upon it. And they're going to move towards privatized digital currencies where the large financial institutions will bring about an issuance of their own private blockchain technologies. And then what they're going to do, just like this, is the technology in turn institutional savings accounts into Citibank tokens, 
which can be used for instantaneous 27-4-7 cross-border transactions. Boom, right there. Exactly what I freaking said. And what they're doing, they're buying up all the real estate. They own all the companies. So now you're going to go into an Aldi's. You're going to go into a Kroger's. And it's going to go, use your BlackRock token here, available. Purchase today. Save 5%. Oh, are you looking to buy a house? Rent to own from BlackRock. You pay $2,500 a month. Oh, you get a 7% discount if you use our token. Telling you, that's what they're doing. And nobody's talking about it but us, Vince. It's happening. Yeah. Yep. That's how they'll get everyone to do it. Well, if you don't want to use our token, then don't use our bank, you know? And yeah. People don't have a lot of options. People are going to be forced into this. So uh, Senate stopgap bill that they're proposing for the shutdown, kind of like the the all in the all. Hey, look, we need these things to survive. Includes four point five billion for Ukraine. Unbelievable. I mean, how disconnected from your constituents can you be? How absolutely just well, you know, half of social media hates us, but we're just gonna do this anyway because it's the right thing to do. They are so far gone. I can't believe more people don't talk about this like day to day. It's a great, yeah, there's a great song out there. You should play for the sentence called, I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't know that I was that far gone. Mm. I didn't know. I didn't mm. know that I was that far gone. I didn't know. And it's got like this 1960s mm. California beacher. So you got that. And look guys, I know that the only way that we stop this federal tyranny is through the states. And we need states to step up. We need Louisiana, Texas. We need Oklahoma. We need these states to begin pushing back against the federal government. And I think a lot of it's going to happen in Texas. And I think that Abbott is going to have a forced hand. And with Paxton staying AG, this is actually a good thing because it gives him the room to actually investigate who just tried to take him out. Number two is it allows him to start pushing back on the federal government. And I think that Texas needs to lead this charge against the federal government and start moving red conservative states, which are the majority in this country, away from the federal government and towards a, a disbanding of the federal charter. I'm telling you, we, we need to because Congress and Senate are just completely in their own freaking world. And it's yeah. getting to the point where... Um, this is not only hurting our country, but it might have even destroyed our country. Like there might, we might be at that point of no return. Hmm. Yes. I'm stroking the hair on my face. It's a, uh, I don't know. It's weird. I've never had it before, man. It's it? like, cool. No, it's like, wow, look at this you stuff. Keep it going. Got hair growing on my Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're going all the way. Vince. We're going all the way. Santa. We're gonna, I want to. I want to down here. <clears throat> Santa, twenty twenty three. That's right. Uh, I, I want to put this out there uh, for anybody um, wondering where I'm going this week and what's going on with me. If you are in the Oregon area this weekend, um, there is an event called Take Back Oregon, twenty twenty three. There's a VIP dinner on the 29th and then the speaker event on the 30th. I will not be attending the VIP dinner on the 29th. 
but I will be at the 30th event and a speaker at that event. And so we have Mark Fitchman, Fitchman that's going to be there. We have uh, Seth Ketchell. Uh, we have uh, Dr. Brian Artis, Brigadier General uh, Blaine Holt. Uh, Megan Walsh will be there. Cool. We have Zach Voorhees, some some popular names. Uh, Christina Sakaloff, Ian Smith. That's who I was thinking about. That's the beard I want is Ian Smith's beard. But you go in here and you have a wide range of people. That's the beard I want right there, Ian Smith. And then you can watch the live stream if you want to on the Jim Price Show as well as the Red Pill Project. Uh, and then, boom, I will be a speaker at that event as well as many others. And you guys can come on down there and join up. And so if you go in here to the website, it's iantrotter.com and you click on Take Back Oregon Event 2023. You can click on that right there and you can find out about how to get tickets for the event. And you can also buy, oh, there you go, buy tickets at bakercountyoregongop.com. That's bakercountyoregongop.com. Um, and so it can be a great event, going to be a fun time. So if you're interested this Saturday, I'll be speaking at that event. We'll also be live streaming it on the platform. So you'll have that there on, on Saturday throughout the day. Uh, but, and then I'm going to, so tomorrow, Thursday and Friday, I will be a chaperone for my son's field trip, which I got selected for. And uh, yeah, uh, in the middle of nowhere in the wilderness in Minnesota with probably no Wi-Fi or cell reception, so I'm going to get a lot of meditation, a lot of sleep, and a lot of work done. Device. At least that's what I'm assuming. Bring some pens and pencils and lots of paper. You, you know what else I'm bringing? Weed, man. No. What? Whiskey, there dude. Whiskey, not weed. Whiskey. <laughs> I'm not a weed guy. I'm not a weed guy. Mm. So the <clears throat> the United Automakers uh, Workers Union had a picketing strike today. Joe Biden decided to show up. I didn't see large crowds joining against him, but it's interesting that Joe Biden shows up to the UAW strike. It's almost like the Democrats funded this whole strike operation to happen. And, and yeah, go ahead. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what I was yeah, thinking. How about this? They want a 40 per pay, 40% pay raise and a 32 hour work week. Nope. Elon Musk says that's a sure way to drive GM, Ford, and Chrysler bankrupt in the fast lane. Yeah. What? Wow. Yeah. They're trying to destroy the country. Oh. They absolutely are. And they are manipulating people along the way. Yep. Uh, U.S. Wow. says Amazon is running an illegal monopoly in online retail. Well, no shit. <laughs> like... <laughs> Hey, I, uh, top U.S. antitrust regulators sued Amazon on Tuesday, accusing the online retailer behemoth of running an illegal monopoly by strong-arming sellers and uh, stifling potential rivals. You think? Like, dude, you need anything. Go to Amazon. How about this? You see something anywhere? What do you do? Look up the price on Amazon. I look up the price on Amazon. You know what? Jeff Bezos... I don't care what you say about the guy. I don't have any proof that he's like a weirdo bad guy or anything like that. If there is out there, I've never seen it. Well, but he's got a good thing going for him with that. You don't make that much money without being intermingled with the bads. Well, you don't make that much money without killing a few people. And I, I'll be honest with that is that you don't become a high level billionaire without saying, uh huh, get rid of them. 
a few times. I'm probably true. I don't know. It's a whole different game. Probably. You know, it was interesting. Um, I, I used to study incredibly wealthy, super wealthy people. Mm -hmm. And there is a, um, like, think about it like this. A person that makes a few thousand dollars a month, right? That person has a completely different mentality, perspective, and worldview than a person that makes $50,000 a month. Sure. Right? Okay. So a person that makes a few thousand dollars a month is a person that's worth a million dollars. Think about a person that's worth a million dollars as comparison, just comparison. What do you mean? Think about a person that makes a million dollars versus a person that has $50 million. Oh, okay. Okay. So a person makes a million versus a person that makes 50 million. Oh, they're both millionaires. Yeah. But one's like making thousands and the other's like making 50. So it's that difference. But then the ones that make a hundred million, it's like a person making a hundred thousand dollars. Their complete worldview changes. Then a billion dollars. Imagine that. That's like a person making a million dollars a month or more. Yeah. Right. And, or... and take home income after taxes, like 12 million a year, just like, I got no worries in the world. I can sit back and count my dollars and be Uncle Scrooge, right? Like that, there is a, a massive dichotomy in the mental thought process, as well as the achievability of those levels. Because if you think about how it actually comes about in the sense of how a dollar is earned and how the dollar has to be split up and the people have to, the money has to go somewhere. If you're not a Democrat and you're not embezzling that through the taxpayers, then people actually have to go out there and create good products and services in order for that to happen. Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of hard work and ethic to bring about that level of wealth. So my hat's off to Jeff Bezos, but. Um, you know, I don't know if people got information on him being a pedo or anything, let's just send him it to me. I'd like to see it, but I, I've never, other than him being a globalist and pushing the world economic form agenda, that's all of them. That's all of them. But why? I mean, if you're at that level, why wouldn't you? Uh, well, well, I know I wouldn't, I know you wouldn't, but I mean, if you're at that level, if you own the world, well, maybe we you, would. What, Maybe they see it differently. What if they held my cat and said, "You do it, or we're gonna cut your head off your cat." You know, I might do it. Oh, poor cat. I'm just saying. You know, people don't do these poor things cat. because they're corrupt. They might do them because they're under duress, or because they don't. They've been threatened. I know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good you question. I don't know what I would do. Uh, it's hard to say, not knowing the exact circumstance, and it's easier so, said than actually done. But but California is absolutely a shithole, oh. and that's where Amazon's hey. headquartered. Out Amen. But California has approved home insurance rate hikes to cover supposed risk of climate change. The state said seven of the 12 largest insurers have paused and restricted new business in California because of wildfires and storms, which California's insurance department blamed at least partially on climate change. Partially. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the 95% that were created by arsonists, yeah. they just... Well, ignore. this is just setting the stage for more destruction and them not having to pay out on any uh, new, mm -hmm. um, what do they call them? Customers, policies. Uh, because right. guess what? Election is coming up. We have a whole winter and a whole other cycle of seasons ahead of us before that. And they're going to. Well, you know what I think they're going to do? Mm -hmm. The Democrats. I think they're going to make this incredibly hard the next four or five months. And then next year, 
they're going to unveil some type of plan that's going to come out and it's going to stimulate the economy. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden's going to look like a hero or the Democrats will look like a hero for doing it. And the Republicans will look bad for standing against it. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're going to utilize to move into the election. It, it's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I have a hard time because they're so dead set on certain things. You know it's going to involve the green agenda or whatever baloney. Yep. It's going to be – and there's too many people that are awake. I don't know, man. I don't see that it's going to be what they need because that's going to be a green scam. And it's just yeah. not that good compared oh, to – Poor Kevin. <laughs> compared yeah. to uh, Trump's plan, for instance – anyway yeah so jim kramer today Uh costco has been selling one ounce gold bars they sell out in a couple of hours limit one per customer i think that's less about inflation and more about anxiety so jim kramer basically shutting down gold didn't we say that like Uh, yesterday last night yeah Yep. watch out for jim (laughs) kramer which so he's basically he's bearish on gold guess what gold it's just a stupid fad better get your gold get goldtoday.com i'm telling you if you haven't transferred that ira if you haven't opened that ira you haven't looked at your 401k and wondered if you should do 20 or 30 percent call kirk elliott get gold today people get goldtoday.com jim craver is both bearish on gold you better watch out (laughs) well there was also this article earlier um mm-hmm. from drudge report let me pull this it was on drudge report yeah. and uh this is oil could hit 150 dollars sending shock through the system says top shale ceo and so wow. this comes about because of saudi arabia joining BRICS, obviously limiting the 1 million uh, barrel production per day uh, we have joe biden basically reducing the amount of permits here in the united states uh the reduction in shale drilling due to the green energy revolution um so we've already seen gas, gas prices are like $92 a barrel. So they're they're going to go up and up and up and up. You haven't seen that price hit the market yet um, and easily hit $100 in the next few days, especially with Red October coming. So this is the CEO of uh, Continental Resources, uh, Doug Lawler. And uh, he was saying that uh, crude prices are set to remain elevated and could press the $120, $150 a barrel range without new production. And that's everything's about supply and demand, people. Supply and demand. And if you have low supply and the demand is high, I haven't seen any indications of increased production, by the way. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Yep. So fill up, go fill up those five gallon jugs with gasoline. I got those big red jugs that bunch. you fill up with gasoline. I got to get some settlement, though. I use them. Um, I just, they go so quick. Yeah. So Eric Trump condemns New York's ruling rights in an attempt to destroy my father and kick him out of New York. The judge just ruled that Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is only worth approximately $18 million. Mar-a-Lago is speculated to be worth well over a billion dollars, making it early the most valuable residential property in the country. It is also corrupt and coordinated. Dude, that's unbelievably low. But you see how they do that? Yeah. Is they will they will okay we're gonna fine you a billion dollars and they're gonna take your assets to do that and they'll low value your assets. Yep, Trump crime family is trending. People pick this up and ran run with it like it's not a scam. It's just sad. Mm-hmm. It's not trending that big uh, though. <laughs> yeah, no. I see. Uh, poor Eric is trending, but uh, Biden's younger dog commander bites another Secret Service agent. The eleventh known incident. 
Um, and they can't just go put that dog down. Just put them both down. Oh. So, <laughs> why? Be, hey, be careful there. Be careful there. So, <laughs> this is interesting. Uh-huh. So, you remember someone was talking about the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in India and how his oh. plane was stuck on the tarmac and there's something more bigger going on there yeah. and how India denied him his suite at the G20 summit. He came back to India and, and uh, went back to Canada and uh, basically tried linking India's secret um, police or secret uh, intelligence agency to the killing of Hardeep Singh Najur, who is uh, a member of the, a radical Sikh, uh, Sikh order, the Sikh separatists. And then just recently, we see another one get murdered um, in Ontario. And obviously, this is directly connected, which most likely I, I would probably say that, um, yes, India intelligence agency is killing these people. And Justin Trudeau is right on that. But uh, India is is stepping up to the plate. Former Indian diplomat Deepak Vohra claims on TV there are credible rumors that sniffer dogs in India found cocaine on Trudeau's plane and that the Canadian prime minister didn't attend the G20 dinner because he was high on drugs. Wow. You gotta love it. And this is, I think this is just a smear campaign from sure. India against Trudeau. Sure. But but it doesn't look good for Trudeau since this last weekend he was hanging out with Yaroslav Hunka, a Ukrainian Nazi, a Waffen SS member, and he's like, "Oh my God, Helsing!" Right? Like, yeah, not a good look. Yep. I wonder. If, I so wonder Target if that's says true. that. It, Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, I don't know. It, well, you know what? It it probably is. <laughs> so. Target says it's going to close nine stores in major cities, citing theft and violence. That's kind of interesting. You know, I'm I'm curious what cities, what cities? Oh, oh, I got a list of the cities. Oh, look at that. I'm like something familiar about these locations. I, I really can't put my finger on it, Vince. Um, location of the Target stores closing: New York City, Seattle, two stores, San Francisco, three stores. And Portland, three stores. Wow. I mean, is there some type of commonality among all of those cities that, like, because Starbucks closed down in those cities as well? They're full of love. Mm-hmm. They're full of, what's the, what's that on the tip of my tongue? Meow. Liberals. Cats. Liberals. They're ran by liberals. That's they're full of people who want to be cats. What I said was, guess what? Once they shut down all the brick and mortar stores, where are people going to going to get their where are people going to be getting their loot? Mhm. Hmm? Well, and that's the thing. They're going to go to the suburban urban areas. And they're going to come into the small towns and the apartments and the houses. Mm-hmm. And the cars more. So uh, Arizona Republican and friend of the Red Pill Project Daily Dose, Paul Gosar. Uh, Paul Gosar calls for Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley to be hung because he's a traitor and sodomy promoting. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Gosar really does not hold his tongue and good for him. No, he doesn't. So uh, Paul Gosar is coming in a withering criticism after he called the retiring chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, to be hung after blaming him uh, for a response on January 6th and terming him sodomy promoting. 
Gosar, who was censored and stripped of his committee seats in 2021 after posting a violent animated meme about Representative Alexandria oh. Ocasio-Cortez, but then got them restored when Republicans took back the House, issued the attack in a newsletter titled The Week with Gosar that he posted on his official House account. Gozar made the attack after stringing together bits of information in the days before January 6th, including early warnings that bad actors were planning to cause problems and then blaming Milley and former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi for the prolonged mayhem at the Capitol. He accused them without evidence of conspiring to delay a security response. Um, well, that's the truth. We know that this to be the truth. Uh, this was a setup, a massive setup. This is why. Mark Milley, three days before the 2020 election, called his counterpart in China and said, don't worry about Donald Trump. We'll take care of it. Yeah, man. Famous last words. Do you remember the video that Paul Gosar posted that they're talking about with AOC? It was like a hilarious anime style thing with her face on one of the characters and they were doing like an anime fight scene. It was so hilarious and they really made it. And they censored him for that. I remember it was the swords. Um, Joe Biden, listen to this shit. Of course it's going to do that. Hold on, let me refresh. What the heck? Oh, yeah, yay! There's this handler. You can't hear a word he's saying, so good job on the White House uh, media team for getting Joe Biden's uh, audio correct there. But he says, I marched a lot of UAD, uh, UAW picket lines when I was senator since 1973, but I tell you what, this is the first time I've done one at president. Um, Joe Biden has never marched a UAW picket line. <laughs> um, <laughs> let, let's listen to uh, Joe Biden lying during the uh, 2020 debates. And thanks, Mays, for sharing. I have not taken a penny from any foreign source ever in my life. I have not taken a single penny from any country whatsoever, ever. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. (laughs) I have not had, the only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Nobody else has made money from China. Uh, We have determined that to be... False, Joe Biden. Well, uh, what do we have today? Go ahead. Joe Biden's defense, he said he hasn't received one penny from China. He didn't say, yeah. I didn't receive any diamonds from China, or I didn't receive any lump sum electronic payments or any other things from China. So he's technically You got lying. a point. Yeah. He technically wasn't lying. I didn't receive one penny. <laughs> I received, uh, let me see here, uh, 25 million of them. Wire transactions. <laughs> Over a series of years. 25 million of them through wires of transactions. Um, Hunter Biden received $250,000 uh, $250, worth of wires originating in Beijing with beneficiary address listed as Joe Biden's home. The money came in from Hunter's China-backed business partners. And this was during the summer of 2019 when his father was running for president. And I said this was the down payment on a president. That's exactly what this was. One of many. China bought and sold the Democrats so that the Democrats could win. But, you know, that also goes to show you that the Democrats couldn't do it themselves. What? I mean, what do you mean? The Democrats needed China in order to win. That they needed China in order to win. 
Hmm. That China had to go in there and help them win that 2020 they still election. Do. Through well, fraud. now that they have control yep. over the taxpayers, they're just using that to try to win along with... I well, I don't know, though, because if you think of after... You remember 2020 was a great transition where Xi Jinping left uh, the World Economic Forum and had that big skirmish with the global system, and, and BRICS really ramped up its efforts. Yeah, so but, going into 2024, they're not going to have Chinese support. Or will they? Because it's not just Xi... G is not all of China. You've got other. But he did that house cleaning last year. That's true. It might. They, he might have really destabilized their funding coming from maybe other aspects of China that yeah. still he, are just corrupt. Yeah, you remember when he was missing, then came back a week later and moved Jintao oh, yeah. from he, uh, the meeting. He walked him out. Yeah. yeah. Or they came. They're, 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 that meeting will be coming up here soon. Very interesting. Yeah. You could uh, be right there. We'll see. A uh, Democrat Adam Schiff has been busted for steering millions of dollars in taxpayer money to a four profit defense contractor many who have been his political donors to his campaign yeah i believe we mentioned this last night but there you go corrupt man well and and he needs to resign and hopefully that destroys his uh senate seat or yep his senate seat when he wants to replace feinstein uh the speaker of the house in the canadian parliament is stepping down in disgrace because of the nazi incident uh justin trudeau should step down because of the nazi incident uh yeah I think a lot of people should step down because of the Nazi incident. I, I mean, incidents. I, I'm the Speaker of the House in Canada, and you say, "Hey, we got an amazing person who's going to be honored during the ceremony today." Yeah. Oh, cool. Who is it? It's Yaroslav Hunka. He's a Ukrainian who fought the Russians in World War II. Oh, great! And any person with common sense would go, "Who fought the Russians in World War II?" Yeah. <laughs> And let's just make the connection here. Uh, do I need to make a I stand with Nazi Ukraine shirt with the not with the swastika and the Ukraine flag on it to make a point? Literally, I mean, not only should these people step down, like how are how is the West supporting this war? It's literally Nazis. Hello. Like, how is that connection not made? People are like, oh, I ignore that. That news well, doesn't because, fit our narrative. Yeah. What? Because the literal Nazis are the West. That's why. I mean, the literal Nazis are the infiltrator Jews. I'm I'm going to be labeled an anti-Semite for this. The the infiltrator Jews are the royal family. Well, just distinguish. There's a lot of different types of Jews out there. Well, yeah, it's the fake ones. It's the Khazarian Mafias. It's it's the the old, it's the the Canaanites, the Phoenicians, Uh, the ones that have infiltrated the Jesuits, Black Black Church. And I, I love Jewish people. I have a lot of Jewish friends. Um, oh, yeah. Jewish people are awesome. Gino. Jews in name only. Jews in name. There you go. Jews. Gino. Jews in name only. That's not anti Semitic. Well said. Yes, it is. It is. But that's okay. okay. Anything. Jews, anything you bad. You can't say Jew, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. move on. Uh, sorry. Finish your thought on that. Yeah, but they're not Jews, and I agree. Can right. They're you? not Jews. Um, at least. Two Biden admin officials have close ties to the Iranian regime and were targeted in an Iranian influence operation dubbed the Iranian Experts Initiative to promote Iranian nuke deal. Um, One had his security clearance suspended. Interesting, interesting, interesting. And, uh, you know, where did Iran get all that uranium for making those? Oh, never mind. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Hey, Speaking about elections, Vince, a new poll from the Pew Research Center 
this is a survey of U.S. adults conducted between July 10th to 16th, 2023. Um, it doesn't give the full number of people surveyed, but about two in one Americans want popular vote, not electoral college, to decide who is president. No. No. I no. No. Not no. even close. Nice try. I think it might be BS. Nice try, Satan. Hey, listen to – you remember last night I was talking about – I've said this to a few people. I said this on uh, a few different shows recently. Joe Biden will be replaced. Gavin Newsom will come in, right? People are saying Michelle Obama, but I think there's other plans for Michelle Obama. Listen to Gavin. Voters are so fed up with what they see on the streets of their cities. Sorry, you lost me there. That as a politician, you've got to clean up those streets. Yeah, well, that's generally the case, but that's not the inspiration What did you say? Care court. But is there a political factor in this for you? As an You're not watching the Sorry, I could Are you not I was playing a uh, scene, dude. You're not seeing the scene? I, I it just popped in right when you switched it, sorry. Oh. Sorry guys, give me one second. Case, but that's not the inspiration for care court. But is there a political factor in this for you? As an electoral strategy, I'm turned out. That's not the issue. The politics here is compassion. The politics is purpose. You may be termed out here, but does cleaning up the streets of California factor into a potential oh, presidential run? I'm never going to overpromise that in the short run. I mean, we are struggling in this state. You're not Housing and my homelessness. Question. No. Housing and homelessness. People suggest that cleaning up California streets could be part of a larger political strategy I, I for think, you. Uh, I, I, I think that's table stakes. I think that's just the foundational responsibility of anyone that gets into my position. That's the day job. It's not about some grand ambition. Absolutely not. Is that a yes or a no? That was, uh, that was a, a never-ending. Uh, that's definitely a yes. The short term. Doesn't want the short term. So, interesting enough, Ted Cruz, the odds are very significant. The odds are very significant. And he's, Ted Cruz says that Michelle Obama will replace Biden. GOP Senator Ted Cruz has speculated that Joe Biden will not be chosen as a Democrat nominee for 2024 and that the distinction will go to none other than Michelle Obama in the last-minute Democratic National Convention decision. Well, you know... If they go for that, I've got to say they've got balls. Well, hold on. Did you know that the Obama family just recently purchased a property? No. In New Jersey? Now, what's interesting about New Jersey mm -hmm. is uh, Democrat Senator Menendez was just charged with those corruption charges of taking the gold bars from Egypt. Right. And is resigning which means that his seat will become open and the governor of New Jersey gets to appoint a new senator. And the Obamas now have residency in New Jersey. Hmm. Michelle Obama comes in to fill Senator Menendez's position, seat and position. Democrat DNC comes in there. She's got that experience of six months under her belt. Presidential nominee. Good God. Good luck. Good God almighty. These people are desperate. Yeah. Wow. North Korea tells me. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Remember, remember the Q stuff uh, uh, about they're going to replace him with her. They're going to replace him with her. Michelle Obama. North Korea tells the United Nations the penin uh, that peninsula on the brink of nuclear war. If, if North Korea bombs North South Korea, 
this whole world is going to fucking go up in flames. I hope people understand that. Mm-hmm. That is not something good. Uh, Alex Jones, uh, the Mises Institute, actually, Zachary Yoss from the Mises Institute, uh, said the U.S. military is laying the groundwork to reinstitute the draft. As military planners have woken up from the fevered dream of imagining the modern war consisted of chasing the Taliban through the hills with complete and overwhelming air power, they have similarly started to wake up to the idea that the industrial war has vast manpower requirements and that seemingly the only way to fill these requirements is by forcing young people into the ranks. The military is already facing enormous recruiting shortfall. Last year, the Army alone fell short of its goal by 15,000 soldiers and is on track this year for 20,000. And so the army and the military right now, in the most recent uh, edition of the Army's War College's academic journal, includes a highly disturbing essay on what lessons the U.S. military should take away from the continuing war in Ukraine. By far most concerning and most relevant sections of the average American citizen in subsection entitled Casualties, Replacements, and Reconstitutions, which to cut right to the chase directly states large-scale combat operation troop requirements may well require a reconceptualization of the 1970s and 1980s volunteer force and a move toward partial conscription. As in, the U.S. military wants to reinstate the draft. And, and didn't didn't we say this, mm-hmm. that they're going to, you know, push everybody out of the military, you know, if you want to join, and then they're going to bring the draft back right before World War, and they're going to send all the able-bodied men over the sea? Oh, yeah. So uh, Russia came out and says U.S. made M1 Abrams tanks will burn, and they will. Tanks are uh, a kind of like an obsolete battlefield uh, weaponry, in my opinion, unless you're fighting the Taliban. Uh, but Russia is absolutely going to demolish them. They've been working for 50 years to, uh, to develop weapons to do exactly that. Costa Rica has declared an immigration crisis, uh, an emergency, because of tens of thousands of people passing through their country and has had a sharp increase in recent months. Yeah, and that's just the people passing through. This is how bad it's yeah. going to be in our country. <laughs> They have a crisis from people yep. passing through. Guess what? Mm-hmm. It gets better, baby. The CIA is getting their own chat GPT styled artificial intelligence tool to sift through an avalanche of public information for clues. Yeah, we talked about it. Argus, the DOD's one, a Crete AI. We've already done shows on this. But the interesting thing is, is now the CIA is getting to pub- sift through public data, even civilian American data, which means that. That is in violation of the Constitution. The CIA does not have that authority. And But, you know, nobody's going to say anything. Nobody's going to say anything. So a few months ago, a few months ago, we brought you to a story in Cleveland, Ohio, pertaining, oh, am I lagging there? Okay. We brought you a story in Cleveland, Ohio, pertaining to a whole bunch of missing kids that were going missing in Cleveland. This hasn't stopped. Uh, mystery is nearly 50 school children go missing in Cleveland in September. The month's not even open. 50 kids in Cleveland are missing. Over 1,072 kids this year have gone missing in Cleveland. I would be out of there. That's not a serial killer. I'm telling you, it's some type of medical experimentation is going on. I don't know who it is. I don't know what company it is. I can. I got a few ideas in mind. I've been researching this, looking um, I can't do it all the time, but yes, over 1,072 kids in just one city. And they're saying, oh, they ran away. They ran away. No. 
got to remember what Jim Jordan was saying, that CPS was uh, in cahoots with the cartels and over 85,000 children were missing from the CPS system. That's 85,000. That's just from the CPS system in one state, New Mexico, or California, New Mexico. Yeah. You're talking hundreds of thousands, if not millions of kids throughout the United States going missing each year. Yeah, this reminds me of what Kamala Harris just said on Twitter today. She mm-hmm. said nutrition assistance for 7 million women and children is at risk if House Republicans decide to shut down our government. And I retweeted and I said, well, as long as Ukraine has their funding, I really don't care. But the reality is <laughs> this is really going to affect a lot of women and children. And guess what? It's probably going to advance yep. to any type of creepy child harvesting agendas anybody has in this country. Kids just yep, don't go I, missing I people in the city like that on there's weirdos out there, and yes, there's murderers and stuff, and it does happen, but come on. That's a lot of kids who go missing. A ton. And you got to wonder what they're doing. So a, a few things I want to touch on because we got to wrap up here. Um, Pol- uh, one of Poland's minister has filed for papers of extradition against Yaroslav Huga, the Nazi veteran oh, yeah. who's living in Canada calling him to be extradited to Poland to stand trial, which I think he'll probably win on this extradition because this guy's a freaking Nazi and they want to cover it up and make good on it. Uh, Another thing, uh, the risk of contacting long COVID may have been exaggerated due to the flawed research uh, leading to unnecessarily high levels of anxiety about suffering from it, a study has suggested. The nocebo effect. I call it the psychosomatic psychological warfare. Then how about this one? CIA secretly escorted Dr. Fauci into agency headquarters to influence its COVID origins investigation, according to information gathered by the select subcommittee. Oh, and then Elon Musk posted this today. And you got to love this. This is this is disinformation 101. But Elon Musk says, have you heard of disinformation? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's spot on. Yeah. Is the disinformation campaign was our government, was the science community, was big pharma. And you know what? There's going to be hell to pay. I'm just saying we're, we will never forget. We will never forget this nonsense. All right. And we had, oh, what was this disclosed TV? One? Oh, you just covered it. Oh, cool. Glad I got it. Uh, Get her done. Five lemons on D live. Thank you so much. Get her done. Georgia Vixen. Seven, seven months substrate. Thank you so much. Georgia Vixen. Princess little eight, four ice cream. Grandma five revolt. Three lemons. Bayonet one ice cream. Thank you so much. Princess little eight. Grandma five revolt and bayonet. Bayonet nine lemons and cat 24, two lemons. Thank you guys so much for all those donations tonight. Uh, guys, I'll be heading over to American media periscopes amp after hours. Uh, that's about 30 minutes from now. You can find that on amp news. Uh, Rumble channel. That's the place to get it tonight. If you just go to this Rumble channel right here, Amp News, you can type in all one word. This is what you'll see. Uh, you go in there and uh, no show scheduled yet. Okay, well, stand by. There might not be a show. But uh, I will let you guys know. I have to make a few phone calls really quick. Yeah, and uh, we'll find get that. that out there. I mean, socialredpill.com will let you know. 
that's right. I'll let you guys know if that show is going forth or not. Um, there was talk about it today. I just didn't get word back, but I'm not seeing the response yet. So let me take care of that. All right, guys, much love, respect. God bless you guys. Thank you all for tuning in. Vince will be with you the next few days. Uh, I will try to pitch in when I can. Don't forget, we're live streaming the Take Back Oregon event on Saturday on the Red Pill Project channels. So check that out. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. Have a good day. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign, and it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patched the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's, a, it's collusive. It's, uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.